Yes, sir. From the Just four sides with Lil Rise. Now this far west side got us nationwide. I'm talking New York City where the streets is wide. And they throw up trays, let's ready to ride. We gon' slide across the bridge to good old Jersey. Where they rep capital T's and run for police. I'm talking CNS niggas, a whole lot of juggers. Get cash, ass last. I fuck with all gangs for the movers. Rollers, Sue Hoopers, Groovers. Essays to Oosis. Yeah, this for my brothers from another mother. Rain on they shining, I'm about to bring a bunch of thunder. From the city with some Yo, what's good, YouTube? Man, welcome back to the Shooter Straight Podcast, man. I'm your co-host, Zach. And I'm Blue. Man, it's been such a long and treacherous journey to get here. I just am really thankful for everyone who supported the intro video. And, and liked and commented and subscribed and, and did all of those great things. Uh, I really appreciated all the support, and I know Blue did as well. Facts. I pre we appreciated it so much. All of our friends, family, and everyone that's tuning in, we're going to keep coming. Yeah, we're going to keep coming. We got a lot of stuff coming. We got a lot of interviews coming, a lot of stuff in the future. But for now... How about that little Sodi we just listened to? Man, that was that was pretty fire, man. I think he's working on whole getting the whole record label going for him and stuff, and I'm 100% behind it. Yeah, Lil Sodi, we had a great opportunity to uh, uh, meet him when he came to Gainesville, and a uh, really good guy, really good artist, and what definitely one to watch out for in the future. For sure. Let's get into the topics of the podcast. Uh, first of all, uh, with the new music coming out last week, we have Future. Future sold 227,000 first week. What did you say about the album? That's crazy. I, I think Future's going to keep breaking record after record. He's a phenomenal musician. He's been in the game for a long time. And he's going to keep making fire music. And he's going to keep being on top of the charts i think the thing uh, about future that is just so amazing to me is that his numbers keep getting bigger as he gets older you know when you looked at him in earlier on in his career he wasn't getting the big numbers that he was getting now i think uh the biggest uh the highest selling album of 2022 so far um probably gonna end this week though when bad bunny uh passes him but to get 227,000 first week, you know, with the new changes in the uh, billboard charts and all of that, I think it's a huge accomplishment. And I think, you know, definitely an album of the year contender. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about um, Kendrick's new song? I think that Kendrick is one of the only artists in the game who is able to, to leave and just go c totally ghost and just come back with a banger and come back with his bang. And I mean, I think it got 6 million views in a day. And, and me, for me personally, I think the song was, was like a poem. It was poetic. It was heartfelt meaning behind it. There was... We just hadn't heard Kendrick speak on a lot of things that had went on in the world. And I think he touched on uh, Kobe, touched on... Nipsey Hussle, and he touched on a lot of things, and 
I just think it was an emotional record. I think it really shows where he's going for this album. And, and I'm personally excited to see, you know, after five years, I think you have to come with some heat. And I just think Kendrick has something huge planned for this album. 350 to 400,000 projected sales. That's that's huge. I I don't I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Those are big numbers. And it hasn't even officially released yet um to to be projected to sell 350k, you know, or, or more without even dropping the album yet is it, crazy to me. Really really crazy. The hype around it is insane. It's insane. Like, it's it's crazy. Kendrick fans are really, really, they've been dying for this. They've been, it's just, it's just time. And, and I think, I was confused about how he was going to go about his rollout. You know, I, I think after five years, you know, you you don't know what to expect. You know, it's 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 very similar to, to a Frank Ocean, you know, where you just disappear and, go away from the face of the earth, you know, no, no social media, no nothing like that. And then you just come back and, you know, you, this is what we get, you know, five minutes and 33 seconds of, of just poetic, you know, of, of, of a poem. What else? Did you expect anything more? Like, did you expect anything else or? I think, uh, well, I mean, I, I honestly, when, when I heard about the song coming out, I had n no clue what to expect at all. In terms of the production, in terms of anything, did so you know it was gonna be him, like alone, or do you? Think, no, did you, did no, you I didn't. A feature? I, I, I wouldn't have. I would have anticipated a solo track like we yeah, got. Exactly. But I wouldn't have been surprised if, if we had a Baby Keem feature or something like that on there. That's I think true. that that it's very likely we get something like that on the album itself. But I think it would have been weird for him to come back after five years and have you know a Baby Keem feature on his in his single. Or something like that. I feel like it wouldn't have fit. I feel like Kendrick definitely did the right move. I still don't understand how um, No Cap only sold 30K first week. Like, the the streams on YouTube, at least, were pretty high. I was expecting high, a higher turnout for the album. but Yeah, and, and on Apple Music as well, I think uh, the pre-save, it was going number four. You know, I think there was a lot of hype behind it. I think, you know... I personally love the album. Yeah, yeah, I thought the album was really good. Um, to only sell 30K, I feel like, you know, I've seen a lot of artists sell, sell a lot less than that recently. You know, I think Koi LeRae is one a good example. Or Corday. Or, you know, yeah, you know, I think Koi LeRae, she was selling 8,000 first week. So, you know, I guess when you look at it like that, you know, 30K isn't too bad. But I, I think one of the things that, that might be holding No Cap back is, He's not getting the features besides, you know, Youngboy and Inquando and, and things like that. You know, he, I think last time he had Uzi and a couple others, but I think that, that was back in 2020. So I think No Cap needs to get one of those bigger artists to hop on his track now. You know, and I think it's tough because of the whole beef, you know, that can't get really Dirk or you can't really get a lot of the industry people that he might want to get because of what's going on behind the scenes but I feel like he's an artist so that we'll be able to work with both artists yeah and I and I know he's worked with both of them in the past and and he, I know um he was friends with Dirk I don't know about now but you know I think he should be able to work with with whoever you know and I, I think you know Dirk and No Cap song would, would be fire I just don't anticipate it happening you know, anytime soon
So so in terms of in terms of the game right now, you know, we have you know, young boy and, and no capping and Quando, you know, all, all of them in there. I think young boy is dropping his new album, you know, after no cap just dropped his new album. Quando might be dropping in between there, but it seems as if four K Trey is trying to take over the summer. You know, what do you what do you what do you think? Can four K Trey take over the summer? Yeah, but then again it they're gonna have to do collaborations like you're saying, like like at the end of the day, like you're you're gonna wanna work with some people in the music industry so that like f- fans can appreciate not only your music, but music you create with other artists. Mm-hmm. Because, because maybe, maybe some fans, their favorite artist is Dirk, but they also like young boy. Mm-hmm. So they would be, they would be, a, they would be wanting that. They would be wanting that song. However, they, the fans love the beef. They, they love, they, they love like getting in, to what's going on. Yeah. So who knows if they really, really want a song and for them to end the feud. Yeah. I mean, I don't, we haven't really heard much out of the feud. That's you true. Know, recently, you know, I think we had that whole, uh, you know, aha, and then I hit young boy, you know, it makes it really seem like it was just promotion for Dirk's album, if anything, because really ever since seven, two colors in colors, exactly. Ever since seven, two, two, oh, and colors, um, and then he started promoting the last uh, Slamido. We have not really heard anything about this beef, about Young Boy, about Dirk or nothing. And that's not to say, you know, Young Boy, you know, he got his own personal court, you know, cases and, and his own little thing going on. But maybe he doesn't have time for the beef. I don't know. But I think it's just it's odd that, you know, once the albums come out, we don't hear much about the beef anymore. You know, I think it was just some industry stuff, really. That's true. Besides, you know, the actual know king Von situation and all that that's definitely real but jack harlow projected this uh 110 110 to 135k what do you think about that you know we did we got the chance to listen to jack harlow uh the new album together and i think the main thing that that we both grasped out of it when we listened to it is just it didn't have much substance to it you know, it wasn't even necessarily that the records were bad. You know, some of them were bad. Don't get me wrong. Some of them were bad. But some of the records, they just didn't... You were listening to them, and it was just meh. It was just it just felt to me as if it was the definition of mid. And I think it's tough for somebody like Jack Harlow, and I think we spoke about this a little bit off uh, off the camera, but I think it's tough for somebody like Jack Harlow to, to really have the really quality substance to... to, to his, his music be- just because he hasn't been through the same things and he can't rap about the same types of things exactly. without lying. And that's just how it is because the rap game right now is so, you know, we know what they talk about and Jack Harlow, he doesn't really fit that mold of, of what they're going to talk about. And I think it's tough for him. And I think that does impact you, the music. You can only make so many songs about a certain topic. Exactly. Exactly. You can only say the same thing so many times and Jack Harlow's main forte is his sex appeal and his rich lifestyle exactly which of course rappers do talk about but they talk about it in different ways that's very true and and a lot of times they might talk about their rich lifestyle in a way that they were referencing their broke lifestyle that they came from so I think it's just you don't really are going to hear Jack Harlow referencing I don't think his broke lifestyle not to say he might have not come from hardship but and again, Bad Bunny will probably be number one on the charts. Yep. Yeah, Bad Bunny. Uh, 
taken away Jack Harlow's potential. I think it might it would have been his first number one album. Um, I think it's a little bit unlucky for Jack Harlow, considering, you know, a lot of other weeks, 100K is good enough to get the number one album in the world. This week, however, you know, he's the one who decided to drop this week, and, you know, 100K is not good enough. That's just the facts. And, and I don't think it, I don't think the album was deserving of, of number one, if I'm being real. How do you think Bad Bunny is able to just sell his music the way he does? Like, everyone's able to hear it wherever you go, whether it's the club, like, whether people just chilling at work, like, like half the people don't even understand it. Yeah, I think, I think the thing with Bad Bunny is, is he, he had not necessarily an advantage, but he just has such a broad audience base because there's so many places that speak Spanish. Yeah, and I wouldn't say not half the people understand it, but you you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no, of course. Um, like like if Bad Bunny is played in the club around me, you know, let's just be honest. I'm not gonna understand a word that's being said. Let's just be real. Now, does that take away from the fact that the music is bad? No. I think the music is actually, it sounds good. I think the music sounds good. It just, I just don't understand it. It's catchy. And I've actually looked at some translations and he is telling a story in a sense. Yeah, no. So, so I'm not, I think in terms of, uh, you know, the Latino rap scene, I think, you know, Bad Bunny definitely is, is, uh, is up there. And I think, you know, Bad Bunny getting number one. I think that's just expected at this point. He's a global superstar. You know, nobody can. You can't really. You, you know, see. You, you can't see. With him. You see a downfall for him anytime soon. Nah, I really doubt it. You know, I think you look at like like guys comparable to him. You know, I, I think one guy who, who sticks in my head is um, uh, Daddy Yankee, who who retired, which is why I uh, remember him. Of course. And he was in the game for for how long? I I don't know. Probably about fifteen years plus, and he was the, the most famous. You know, he had a crazy hit songs, just like Bad Bunny. And he never fell off. So so I have no reason to believe Bad Bunny will fall off. You know, I really don't. I, th- I think he's going to continue to be the face of, of Latino music. And that's just what it is. Speaking of huge artists, what do you think of Drake's $500 million new record deal? <sighs> I think Drake got the record deal he deserved, necessarily. You know, I, I think... Somebody like Drake, he holds just the rap game in like the palm of his hand because whatever move he does, the rest of the game is going to have to adjust. And if he had went independent, the whole game would have changed forever because I don't even know how much money he would have been making, but it would have been a ridiculous amount of money um, off of all of his stuff, independent. Instead of having to deal with all that, he's just going to get you know, I think 400 or 500 million up front anyway from UMG. So, you know, for Drake, he's just smart. He's a businessman. I think he got the record deal he deserved because you look at the stats, you know, another number one song this week with Wait For You with Future. I mean, Drake is also, you know, the only hip-hop artist in history to debut a song at number one and an album at number one. Nice. Oh, Future was the only other one to do that. He did it this week. Time, you know what I mean? So Fact. so Drake is doing Drake does things that no other artist can do. And that's just a fact. So you can't you you can justify any amount of money that you're giving Drake because no one is doing the stuff he does. Exactly. Like I've said this to you before, like throughout Drake's whole career, he's 
I'm pretty sure he's never been off Billboard. Like, he, he will consistently nah. be on the charts every single time. Every single time. Throughout the future yeah. of music. Like, he will continue yeah. to be on the charts as long as he's rapping. Yeah. As long as he's making music. And and probably even when he's done making music, his albums will still be on the charts. That's how good it is. You know? And I also think that he'll, when he eventually retires from being a rapper, he'll still be involved in music, whether it's him involved with the record di- record labels or him involved with the entertainment industry. He, he's going to be involved with music somewhat, yeah, somehow. Sure. Yeah, no, no. Drake, Drake will definitely be involved in some way, shape, or form. But I don't really anticipate him leaving the game anytime soon, especially... Now that you've just signed your your new four hundred million dollar record deal, you know I don't know how, uh, the logistics about the deal. I don't think they've really come out yet, but I'm not sure how many albums Drake has to make on the deal. I would assume it's probably four or five. So that would, that guarantees at least four or five more Drake albums probably. So you know Drake album, you know he probably will drop one once a year. So we got new Drake music coming for the next five years probably, which I don't think anybody can complain about. And I'm we definitely al- not complaining. And we also got new Lil Durk. There's Deluxe coming out soon. Yep, yeah, Lil Dirk coming out with the Deluxe. You know, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but, you know, 7220 definitely uh, an album of the year contender for me. Um, Probably a contender because of how big of an artist he is, but personally for me, like, I feel like, like, No Cap should have been there. It's just the sales that he did didn't equivalent to, like, the the accommodations that he should receive. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I think that could be the case with with a large majority of the smaller artists. You know, anyone who anyone who's not selling a hundred k is not realistically going to be in like the album of the year conversation. Of course, for like for like the awards. You know, no, like let's just be real. If you're not selling at least a hundred k, you're not even getting really invited into the awards. But that doesn't mean it's not great music. Exactly. So then it just comes up to your own personal um, judgment. But and if you're really going to go into your own personal judgment, I think. You know, there's other artists this sh- that have dropped uh, this year. You know, Fredo Bang, um, you know, Lasodi. You know, they, they definitely are all in there, you know, album of the year. You know, uh, Lil Durk with the Deluxe, hopefully he can just have some decent features on there and just continue what he's been doing. You know, Lil Durk, he's most songs on Billboard in 2022, the most songs on Billboard in 2021. He's just on a run. And, it, you know, he's just making great music and nothing's really going to stop him. All right, are we shooting it straight into sports now or? Yeah, let's shoot it straight straight into sports, man. All right, so we got Jokic for MVP. Uh, Nikola Jokic winning the MVP. I mean, I personally. This is the second year in a row, correct? Yep, second year in a row, Jokic wins MVP. You know, I, I, I personally, I don't know about that. You know, I think Jokic, is, he's a great player. Do I think he's the most valuable player in the league? You know, no. But I think the NBA MVP award is, it, it's a, it, it needs to be changed. Or, or the name needs to be changed or something. Because the most valuable player, you know, it's, to me, the, the, the award, they get tired of giving it to the real best player in the league. You know, for example, Giannis, he won it twice in a row before Jokic has just won it twice in a row. And, you know, although Giannis was in the conversation for MVP, he was never the front runner this year. 
And is that, you know, Jokic is a great player, don't get me wrong. But they're so even that to say that Jokic has been better the entire year, I don't know. And also, given the Bucks are on a better team and the Bucks just won the championship last year, I feel like Giannis definitely deserved more of a shout. But I think people, just like they did with LeBron, just like they did with, with many people who win a lot of MVPs, they just get bored of voting for, for this person. You know, because realistically, LeBron could have won MVP like every single year in his career. Most of them. But let's just be real. You know, especially a lot of his Cavs years, you know, 2016, 2017, those types of years. He was putting up good enough stats, and he was the most valuable player on those teams. The Cavs didn't have nobody besides him. And, you know, ultimately it went to who it went to. But I think Jokic might be the most valuable player, you know, for the Nuggets, definitely. Is he the best player in the league? No. In my opinion, no. I don't think he's the best player in the NBA. All right, so who do you think will be the next face of the NBA? Because we both know that LeBron is going to retire eventually. I think we have a lot of up-and-coming talent. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you look at you look at Ja, you look at Devin Booker, you look at uh, you look at Jason Tatum, you look at a lot of players, and I think a lot of it will come down to whose team is the best. You know, if the Suns continue to be the best team in the league, you know, next year and the year after. You think Devin Booker? I think, I think there's a chance if Devin Booker is the best player on a championship team, let's say they win it this year, Devin, you know, with the, with the, given his lifestyle as well, you know, hanging out with, with uh, the Kardashians and all of them, the flashy L.A. lifestyle, Kardashians, winning NBA championships. To me, you know, Booker definitely has a chance but I don't think the Suns will win the championship this year, so I don't think it's going to be Booker. I feel like it's, it, the best chance is it should be it should be Giannis. But if they're going to go, if it's going to be somebody else besides Giannis, probably Ja. Or, or I was thinking Ja. But you know, it's just the positioning of the team that he's in though right now. You know, like I think saying. I think it's going to be tough for for a guy in Memphis to be the face of the NBA. You know, it's an, it's not the big market. The big market team, you know. I think the NBA wants Ja to be in LA. They want Ja to be in New York. You know, they want they want the big stars to be in the biggest cities, it's and true. that's just how it is. So I don't think Ja. Oh wait, we're forgetting about Jimmy Butler. How are we forgetting about Jimmy Butler? But but Jimmy Butler ain't gonna. He's not the face of the NBA. You don't you don't think you don't think he has a chance? Too old. You're right. He's way too old. Probably gonna ha- it's gonna have to be somebody not younger, old, but not, probably yeah. somebody younger. But he's not gonna be the face of the league. You know, it's probably gonna be, you know, somebody like Ja, or maybe somebody who's coming into the league now. You know, that we don't even know about necessarily. Necessarily, yeah. Uh, speaking of Ja, uh, speaking of Ja, uh, how do you feel about that? The injury that he suffered against the Warriors, Jordan Poole slapping him on the knee. I don't know. I, I saw the video and it looked like he did it on purpose. That that's just me. I I played a lot of basketball when I was younger and I feel like that slap on the knee was definitely unnecessary. Yeah. And it wasn't even a slap, it was more like like what we were talking about earlier, it was more of a grab. Like yeah. For for a couple of seconds, then he let it go, try to like rip it or whatever have you. And and I think it was just weird because when I watched back the video, you know, you, the first thing I noticed was it was an open palm. So if you're getting slapped on the knee with an open palm, it's not really going to hurt. And I told this to you. So when you see him, he's like grabbing it and he's like moving it out of place. I mean, to me, that's just a dirty play. 
You know, when you can kind of, you know, feel, you know, Ja was saying how you could feel, you know, Jordan Poole kind of move it and just stay there longer than it needs to be. Because if he really just slapped it just to slap it, then he would have just moved it off right away. But it stayed on there for a little bit like he was grabbing it. And he knew he wasn't grabbing the ball. He knew he wasn't getting the ball. Let's just be real. Hey, look, did Jordan Poole face any repercussions? Are they in, is the NBA investigating? Or uh, I, I, I don't think so. I haven't seen. I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything. I saw, you know, obviously we had the Draymond suspension in that series, and then we had the Dylan Brooks incident in that series. But nothing yet for Jordan Poole. And it's definitely going to be something to watch. If Ja can't play, which it's looking like for game four, he can't he's play. He's not going to play. Yeah, he's not going to play. You know, it looks like, unfortunately, you know, that was a great series that might just be, you know, go ahead and get wrapped up. You know, if, if the Warriors take a 3-1 lead. So then what, I was going to say, what do the playoffs look like? Let's do a playoff breakdown really quick. Well, I mean, Ja not playing game four uh, in the Warriors and Grizzlies series, I mean, I'm going to have to give that to the, to the Warriors. I mean, of course. I, I think they'll probably, if Ja isn't playing for the last two games, they'll take it in five. They'll take it in five rather easily, um, which is unfortunate because I think the Grizzlies are in a fun upcoming team, and I think it's really nice to have someone different in there. You know, I loved watching the Grizzlies when I was younger with the whole Zach Randolph and yeah. Mike Conley teams. They were they were so fun to watch. They were going against, you know, the 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 young Thunder and all of them. I remember those days, and it was great. So I, I love watching a good small market team get in there, and the Grizzlies being the number two seed. I was rooting for them. However, I do think ultimately Steph Curry and the Warriors will knock them out. Uh, Suns and Mavericks. You know, I know you're a big, big Luka guy, big Luka advocator. Facts. So I know you're probably going to lean towards Dallas. <sighs> again, I'm leaning. I, I might be leaning towards Dallas. But then again, like Luka doesn't, we talked about it, and Luka doesn't really have like a superstar team built around him and not necessarily like you need that to win a championship yep because it's been done done it before exactly it's been done before where you got you got one star player who can just get it done and and he may any and he gets the team to get it done yeah and i think you look at situations like that you know i think even though you know i think you look at like d wade in 06 with the heat you know d wade had Shaq and he had a few other players but it was a you know wash Shaq and you know, that was basically just D-Wade. That was D-Wade's team. He had some other guys on there. And I think the same way Luka, he's got some other guys on there, but no real second guy like this guy. If Luka gets hurt, this team will be fine because they got the second guy. If Luka is, goes out, the Dallas ain't got nobody. Exactly. But let's just say Luka doesn't get hurt, right? Yep. I believe they still have a chance even to win the championship. Wow. So, so you're saying the, the Dallas – not only beating the Suns, but, but potentially taking the whole conference, taking Warriors as well. Now, that's a bold take. Yeah. So, so, so just to, just on record, you're saying you're taking the Mavs over the Suns. <laughs> on Again, record, I said I said they have I said they have a chance. However, I want to see how. Well, the game is tonight. I want you to yeah. go. I want to. I want to for the camera. I want on record who who's winning this game tonight. Uh, the day the day we're recording this, Suns and Mavericks are playing tonight. Or no, no, the Warriors and Grizzlies are playing tonight. Suns and Mavericks are playing tomorrow. I think. I gotta go into Game Seven, but I got the Mavs tonight. The the Mavs next game in Game Five, you're gonna take the Mavs. Yeah, but I gotta go into Game Seven, no doubt. Wow, but that's just me. 
Okay, so so back. To, okay, so to the Eastern Conference, Bucks Celtics. I think that game is tonight. Right now, it's two one Bucks. What are you thinking on that series? The Bucks might have it in the bag, man. They Bucks are yeah, they, Bucks are at home, yeah. They have, they have a formula going, and it's just not it's not stopping. They know what they're doing. Yeah. I think like even without Middleton right now, I think the Bucks. People really sleep on Drew Holiday. He's he's a really 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 good player, and he yeah. has been. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like last year Drew Holiday, you know, was the difference between them losing and them winning. Exactly. You know, because they they had Middleton and Giannis before, and it wasn't good enough. You know, it was it a younger Giannis? Yes. Was it a younger Middleton? Yes. But it didn't win him a championship. And then they add Drew Holiday into that mix, and they immediately make a run. You know, was it, you know, the best run? No, you know, but they made the run. They won the, They won four in a row to beat the Suns, and, and they won the chip, you know? So, Real quick, I, I got to say it right now, man. I, I got the heat over the 76ers. That's just what I was about to get into. I'm telling you right now, I got the heat over the 76ers. No. No doubt about it. Yeah. Besi- besides the Warriors-Grizzlies, the heat in 76ers has been the best series you know, and it's going to be the best series to finish up. You know, Warriors Grizzlies, like we said, fortunately because of Ja, it's going to be pretty much done. But this Heat 76ers series is amping up, two two. Heat took the first two at home in 76ers. I'm telling you, so. I got the Heat. See, the thing that worries me the most is is last night. You know, it's not only that the 76ers won. I think it's how the 76ers won, given Harden. You know, he showed a little bit of glimpses of him being maybe back. And if, you know, Harden had been playing like, like, let's just be real, he's been playing ass. If Harden can get back to that old Harden with Embiid right now, you know, it might be wraps. No, but I don't, I, I don't see think it, so, I don't, man. I don't see it being consistent. You know, it was just one game. And, and more than likely, James Harden will come out and he'll probably be Brick City next game. But, um... It's going to be interesting to see how this series plays out, that's for sure. I think, for me personally, I'm taking the Heat in seven. But I think it could really go either way. Uh, you probably got Heat as well. Yeah, like I said, I got Heat for sure. All right, cool. So, um, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but um, does Kyrie deserve to be on the NBA 75 list? I know that was news a couple of days ago, but. Should, it could, it's kind of relevant now. No, no, I think, you know, the whole 75 list was was, was really cool, I think. Most of the list was, was pretty pretty accurate, you know, I would say. Pretty accurate. But then there's a couple names on there that, that you know, you got to just scratch your head. And the one name the most that makes you just scratch your head for me is Damian Lillard. I don't understand how Damian Lillard can be on the NBA 75 list and, and Ky- not Kyrie. Because to me, there is nothing that, that Damian Lillard has done that Kyrie hasn't done for the game. And if anything, Kyrie has accomplished more. And you could say Kyrie, he only won his championship because of what, you know, he was with the Cavs, he was with LeBron. But you can't you can't hold that against him. Exactly. You can't deny that what Kyrie has done f- for the game. Exactly. Is, People, it's crazy. They, like, in, in the same way that Curry has made it cool to shoot threes, you know what I mean? Like Kyrie, like kids would go to the court and they'd be dribbling at crazy and they say Kyrie 
You know what I mean? They're thinking, oh, I'm dribbling like crazy. I'm like Kyrie. You know, back in the day, they're like, oh, I'm dribbling like crazy. I'm at, I'm at, and, I'm at Iverson. You know? And like Steph, he, he gives an opportunity for shorter players to come in the, le- to come in the league. Yep. So, so I think Kyrie deserves to be on the list. You know, I think it's unfortunate that he wasn't on the list, especially considering I think it was technically I think there was 76 people on the list, not 75, because I think it was a tie for, for the last spot. Could be wrong on that. So, yeah, let's go straight into football now. Carolina denying Baker Mayfield and Robbie Anderson was all over it. He said, no, we're not having him. It's not it's not happening here. Yeah. What do you think about that? And Mayfield's future. Yeah, I think I Mayfield, you know, I, th- Mayfield, I feel bad for Mayfield because Deshaun Watson – wasn't even expected to go to the Browns. I think Deshaun Watson was supposed to go to the, to the Atlanta Falcons. I think Deshaun Watson wanted to go to the Atlanta Falcons. I think everything made sense for a match made in heaven of the Atlanta Falcons and Deshaun Watson. I think it just made sense. Now, it didn't obviously it didn't happen like that. And I think, you know, obviously Deshaun Watson is happy to be getting that big $230 million guaranteed payday. But it leaves Mayfield kind of screwed. Yeah, Mayfield is completely, completely screwed. And, and, you know, it's put him in a tough spot to where this season might be a complete wash for him. He might not even get the he's chance. Not, yeah, he's not He's not, not going to get to do anything this year. He's not. He's probably not going to get traded. Like, yeah. Like, who, who who's going to want to pick up Baker Mayfield? Like, uh, like, literally, at this particular moment, I don't think there is a single team in the entire league that is even considering Baker Mayfield. Exactly. I don't think there's a single team that needs him, needs him as a backup. Now, now it is going to change because people might get hurt. That, and it happens every single year, you know. Just wait until training camp comes around, and, and it's always a given, you know, unfortunately, that, that someone's going to get hurt in training camp. Probably, you know, over something that shouldn't have been happening on in the first place. But that's just how it goes in the NFL. So, Baker Mayfield's going to get a chance. I have no idea where, but he's going to get a chance. I will say that. You know, And I think he deserves a chance. You know, he hasn't done anything wrong. You know, his, has his performance been the best? No, I don't think so. But he's probably good enough to be, at, at minimum, a backup. But probably a, a decent starter, I feel like. I, I You know. That's just my opinion, you know, but it, at least we do know it won't be uh, with the Carolina Panthers. Facts. So, so what do you have to say about Mayfield? Like like you were saying, he's completely screwed and, like, he, he can't go nowhere. And he's a really good quarterback, So, and I believe that – I personally believe he should be a starter in the league. Mm-hmm. If, if – if he's he's just – he's just screwed up the opportunity that he's he's had <laughs> – but that doesn't mean he can't come back. That doesn't mean yeah. he can't be a superstar quarterback again. That's true. And sometimes it really all you need is a change of scenery. Exactly, a change of scenery. He needs to be maybe put in a different positioning. Like the Browns don't want him. Like that's yep. that's that's clear. That's clear. So so somebody so 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 a team needs to get together and say, "Hey, like do we do we really need Baker Mayfield and how is he going to be the best part of our team?" Mm-hmm. Period, simple. Yeah, I, I mean, they need to they need to they need to not necessarily build a franchise around around him, but they they do they, they, they do they, they like, do like whatever team trades for Mayfield. I don't know if he's necessarily like the franchise quarterback, but Mayfield like I don't I don't know how old, how old Baker is, but 
He's definitely not old by any stretch of the imagination. Exactly. So whoever does trade for Baker Mayfield is probably going to be looking at somewhat of a, of a future with the guy. So, you know, and I think, I, I just think the Browns and, and Baker Mayfield just wasn't a fit. I just think it really, like, I think Mayfield is a good quarterback. And really, I think the Browns are a good team. I just think together it just didn't really fit. I think wherever Baker goes, he'll have that chip on his shoulder like he did probably when he was coming up in Oklahoma. And, you know, he had a crazy year, gets to Heisman, becomes uh, a walk-on to number one pick. I mean, that's just crazy in itself. So I think whatever team gives Mayfield this chance won't regret it. I do think he can still be a good quarterback in this league. I just don't know what team that's going to be with and when he's going to get that opportunity, you know? Facts. All right, so let's let's switch it up. What do you think about the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial and her testimony? <sighs> you know, I haven't seen, you know, all of it. You know, I've seen some of the clips and I saw you know, some of the clips of of her lawyer and I saw you know, just the guy looked like to be a joke of a lawyer. You know, so I think you know, from Johnny Depp's perspective, he's probably laughing. He's laughing on the way to the bank. He's thinking, you know, this guy, guy probably does not know what he's doing. I mean, she, you would think she would be, be probably be able to get a better lawyer, but you know, that, that but that was, I just didn't really understand what the guy was talking about. When he objected to his own question, yeah, like everyone. When you object, how like like I don't understand how you're going to be a lawyer. You have to go through the, the, the schooling. Everyone in the room and everyone in the country knew. This case is over. Is over. I think at this point it's it's like uh, they're just prolonging it. And and I'm not trying to say Johnny Depp didn't do anything wrong. Like he 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 had a drug problem. Yeah. He he could have had some minor minor abusive issues, whether those were verbal or whatever have you. But like I don't know for if. He lost a lot of money on this, on, on the article and whatever happened to you. Lost out on opportunity on jobs. I just hope everything works out and he he gets back to what he's doing. Yeah, he no. Nah. He gets back to what he's doing. Because I, I think, you know, the, the, the acting world at least has probably missed Johnny Depp a little bit. You know, growing up, I mean, for, for me at least, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, that's a classic. You know, I love watching that movie and Johnny Depp obviously being, you know, Jack Sparrow, you know, that's a goat. So So I just hope, you know, everything works out. You know, my thing with the whole legal system is always, you know, I just let them do their thing and, you know, whoever's right is right and whoever's wrong is wrong and I'm going to let them decide. You know? But at the end of the day, though, there are some slip-ups in the legal system. Oh, no, for sure. You know, for sure. And, and it, But, you know, to to, 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 you know, there's definitely slip-ups slip in the legal system, but, you know, there's only so much you can do, you know? Nice. Like, Gotta, sometimes it's just out of your control, you know? Not much sure. I can do. Speaking of that and the legal system, um, what do you have to say about the Supreme Court and the, uh, the whole Roe v. Wade situation going on right now? Bro, I think that is crazy. Like, people, people are protesting out in the streets. At least it's not getting violent. Man, honestly... I think, I think this, I don't want to say anything like 
I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or say anything wrong, man. Like, but I'm just going to tell it how it is. I feel like the government is the government and they're going to work the way that they work. So let it work. Yeah. Like, that's just, that's just what it is. And what I mean by that is if they give it back to the States and then, then you have the opportunity to move to a different state and change your life to where you could have an abortion in that state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it, I, th I don't know to, to to tell someone to that they have to get up and move though like they have to change their entire life of just course so they can do that's kind of messed up though I understand that but people do that all the time no for sure all the time for sure like people do that all the time because because of laws you're like, right like think about how many people moved and it's dumb to compare situations but think about how many people moved because of the medical marijuana movement or and they they couldn't get medical marijuana in their state so they just went to Colorado so they just or went to Colorado LA or whatever and yeah. it and and it, some some of it, it wasn't even a personal choice, whether the, the kid had epileptic seizures or whatever yeah. have you. They people will move if they got if they have to. People will move. That's facts. That's facts. And people move for you know for for dumber reasons per se. Anyway, of course. But but you know, I th I think they just. I mean, I, I don't know. To, to have to get up and move just because of that, you know, it's, it's rough. But, you know. It's just the way that the government works. Exactly. You know, th that's exactly. With the government, it's just, like, I don't know. They're just going to do their thing. And it's it's unfortunate. That's the way it is. But it's like, it's just, you just don't have so much control over it, per se, you know? Of course. And, again, we can, we can vote in policies to change how the government works but how much do we really want to change how the government works yeah and, and then with how the government works you can only change so much of it because it's so much of it is so deeply and rooted into you know american history and all of that like you're not going to get rid of the two-party system you know even though, you know some would say that's a fundamental issue going on you know in society but it's not like the two-party system is going away in america anytime soon you know what i mean and, and maybe, you know, I would say that that might be one of the biggest issues, you know, with everything, you know, but it's not going to happen. So you just got to accept it and, and move forward. That's all you can really do. You know? Of course. Let's talk about the update in the Activision Blizzard lawsuit. New York City is planning on to sue them. What do you think about that? You know, I hope that. And whatever by happens. The way, yeah. By the way, this is a completely different lawsuit. This is another lawsuit adding yeah. on top of the lawsuit that they already are facing. Yeah. No, I, I feel like if if what was going on is actually going on, if that's what's going on, then then hopefully they get the the repercussions that they deserve. Of course. You know, I feel like you know, I felt similarly with the whole Deshaun Watson thing, you know, taking it back to football, but the more lawsuits that pile on top of you, the worse it starts to look for you. You know what I mean? When it's not just one person that that's saying this about you, and then you have another person, and then another person, or another lawsuit that comes on top of it, and it's like the same exact thing, it kind of shows repetition, and it shows that like this is not no one-off like situation. This isn't just one bad person. It kind of starts to reflect on the whole company. Of course, and I sh I don't believe the company should should go down as a whole because of because Activision has made great stuff yep like they've done a lot for the culture as well they've done they've done a lot for the culture they gave back they've they've done what they had to do from that perspective however yeah i do believe that a new ceo should step in law enforcement should should keep investigating and 
do whatever it takes to get every single person Involved, who yeah. has committed those crimes out of there. For sure. But what does it look like? Like they get new people in there and hopefully everything works out. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably going to end up having to be a complete like wipe of the company, you know, top to bottom you know, sure. in terms of like, you know, the people involved because and that's one of those things where it's like it's everyone connected. Exactly. I mean? And they're and the CEO. Like, yeah, what, that's exactly. huge. if the CEO is involved, the CEO is involved. So it's like he's involved. Yeah, of yeah, course exa- he's involved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if the CEO is going to be involved, then like big changes are going to have to happen, you know, but but. You know, for people like us, you know, big change is happening in, in in Activision is good because as avid Warzone players, you know, the game is ass. <laughs> the game is ass, bro. It's not, it's not ass. It's just how they're taking care of the game is ass. Yeah, and, but it's understandable why, you know, the game might be lacking because they have other things going on, of you know. Of course. But hopefully everything gets resolved and, and the people, you know, that were involved with that get punished. So that everyone can move forward, the company can move forward, and, uh, you know, just move forward. Hopefully, we just get some good games, because let's, we, I think we need some good games. And Activision normally is making good games. Oh, they need to fix the game that they already have. Yeah, they do. They need to fix the game, yeah. So, so how do you feel, you know, your hometown, Sarasota, you know, and, and from what I've heard from you, you know, not too much really goes on. You know, am I right or am I wrong? You know, it's just, they just kind of, you know, chill to themselves and all that. Yeah, it's pretty chill. Like, not, not nothing major, like, crazy criminal or really entertaining really goes on. Yeah, like, I got the opportunity during spring break to, to stay there with you. And, you know, I just noticed it was just a nice little town and, and it was, you know, calm. And, and nothing really much goes on there. Except for... The recent development that a Sarasota man was arrested for an $80 million Ponzi scheme. And we hear about these all the time. And people still continue to get fooled by them. I don't know how. Like, I really don't. Yeah. I just don't really understand it. But. So you heard what happened, right? Like, um, they wanted him. They they were. Uh, he just got a bunch of people to invest in a company. Yeah. That necessarily, I guess, wasn't real. Yeah. He spent it on a lavish lifestyle. He took Probably trips, like houses, and all that. You know, course, watches yeah. and all that. But I think we talked about it earlier. How all all that type of stuff it will always come to an oh, end. Oh yeah, yeah. FBI will find out. Like it's that that's not going to last forever. Yeah, it reminds me of um, the Jordan Belfort. You know, the Wolf of Wall Street. You know, I've watched some of his come up, and and he detailed. You know, he was basically just you know, scamming people in a sense, you know. And it, it reminded me of, of how this guy did it because he was talking about how they, like, invested in the company and then basically just stole their money. You know, that was very similar. But I just don't really understand why or how that happens. You know, maybe it would make sense if it happened to me. But I just don't understand. Like, if somebody calls me and is like, yo, invest into this random company. Like, first of all, I'm going to look up the company if I'm actually going to invest. And a single simple Google search should be able to kind of, you know, make it all make sense. You know that this isn't real, but I don't know. It's crazy. I wonder. I wonder, like, if they if they're ever gonna go in detail about what he really bought with the money, like eighty yeah, million $80 dollars. dollars. Like, like, what are you really buying? Like, like blue. Let's just say you know you check your bank account after we're done recording this, and 
and eighty million dollars pops up on there. Like, where do you even think to go? That's what I'm saying. Like, but I want to know for him personally because I know me. Like, I'm just gonna do some like normal stuff. Like, you know, buy a house, invest. But he probably like, I don't know. He probably like he he probably has some crazy wild stories. Well, exactly. Well, well, because I would imagine like a lot of the purchases he was making with that money would have to be like off the record, like offshore. Like it's not like you can just go swipe eighty thousand on your credit card if you're doing it illegally. And he you know probably I mean? assumed that what he was doing was set and it was going to last forever. So yeah. he was just spending the money ridiculously. Or he probably thought he had a way he could filter the money. You know what I mean? Like uh, clean it. For sure. I know we shouldn't have waited to the last topic or the last subject to talk about this, but Los Angeles and New York City are bringing back masks. Yeah. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? You know, to me, it's crazy. <laughs> like to be, I guess tw- it's, it's it's like it's fixing to be halfway done with twenty twenty two. Like like, if you want to wear the mask, wear the mask. You know, like I honestly at this point, like it's been like two years since we they've been introduced or whatever. Like I I could care less at this point. You know what I mean? Like if if I gotta wear the mask, like I'll wear it. I guess like you don't want me to wear it, I, I won't wear it. I I like I could care less. Like and they're also make in New York City. They're bringing back um. Make sure you have to show your vaccine card. Yeah, to what to go in, and they're also thinking about bringing masks back on planes. Man, I think all oh, this is just ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's just like it's been too long, and, and it's it's uh, it's like it's so off and on. I feel like this whole Pers- COVID stuff nowadays. Personally, I feel like for me, it's like they're they're trying to see like it's it's past a safety issue, and they're trying to see like how much they can control the people and how far they could take it. Yeah. And and I don't know, like I'm telling I'm telling you right now, like I don't believe that there's no reason to wear a mask. In the beginning, they said that they didn't really work. Fauci said that they didn't work. Then he went back on it, said that they do work. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like people have their own decisions of what they want to make. Yeah. Whether it's wear a mask or vaccine, but I don't believe it's a. I I don't believe masks are the solution. I feel like we just have to live with the virus and then just just let it not necessarily prop yeah honestly let it go like yeah. like it's starting to die out already and i yeah, feel like i agree and i feel like people are just trying to bring it back up because it's a it's a it's just a talking point yeah when honestly like we can just end it like well go. i mean think about it like the last two years like there hasn't been like many days where you go by and like covid is not even like a thought in your brain like it's like such a like at this point it's like ingrained like you're gonna think about COVID you know what I mean because it's just it was just going on it was so relevant exactly but I feel like, I feel like it's, but I do feel like now it is like dying out dying it out you know exactly. what I mean and if I feel like it's gonna continue to die out I agree with that but and, and, but and it's, a lot of that is just the media like was just pushing it so so much at that time it, it was to be honest it wasn't even like like. I don't know. Like I don't know about you. Like I never even like really had it. You know, I don't know if I had it or not. I don't think so. You know, I never had a confirmed test or nothing. So like, for me, like it was never really. Well, you never had a positive yes, test. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like it was never like as bad as it was. You know, like made out to be for everyone else. I'm not saying that the virus now is that bad. It, yeah, and that's for our age group respectively. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I'm sure even some people in our age group went through some 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 trials and tribulations. Not for sure. However, for the majority, like it's not 
it's not worth and, it. And, and even it's when even when like everyone was caring so much about the mass and all that, like especially here, you know, in Gainesville, we, we, we saw it firsthand. Like no one was really caring per se, you know? Exactly. When the and another thing is I feel like instead of mandating it, I feel like the people that wanna wear masks are gonna wear them anyway. It's just, it's, it's just like here at UF, like even like last year, like masks there was like masked um like what, what was it like not required it was like expected exactly and it's and, and i would assume that it's rare that it that that like uh, uh, now nowadays like in 2022 like an elderly person is going to walk up to a, a teenager whatever have you a younger person in a restaurant and say put on your damn mask <laughs> or like yell at them about it like there's no reason to do that so i'm positive yeah. other people aren't doing that yeah, you'd be surprised about the karens though you know never know what you know. again though that's just an outlier situation no no for sure you know like i've never really encountered a karen in, in, in real life you know and that's what i'm saying and then and then people have made it out to where like 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 not necessarily the classic white woman is karen yeah no, but no. people expect like like oh if she has a bad attitude yeah. and she's white, bro, she's Karen. Don't and that Karen. and that's not true, bro. Yeah. Like it's not like that. Yeah. And if we did the exact opposite thing with with another race, people would immediately like be like, yo, that's racist. You can't call that girl like like whatever you want to have her or that man just because he has a bad day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now don't get me wrong, there are like Karens per se people who are just have a bad attitude all the time and that's just the way they are not for sure but like you shouldn't categorize a you shouldn't categorize like a race you know what I'm saying no I, I know what you're saying you know I w like the one thing for me but like at least with the Karen whole thing like the Karens at least it was like it was all funny to me you know what I mean for sure like like yeah, some people you, just you, take you, it serious oh no for sure but that see that's the problem you know what I mean like like to like to me, like the whole like Karen thing, like like it was a joke. That's just a joke. Like, that, that's a joke. Like that to me, that's funny. Of course, but, but there's definitely some people out there who just take it like not as a joke, and, exactly. and that's and that's with, that's with anything, you know. And it, it's like I don't know. People just need to learn, you know, how to like, take some jokes, right? You like know? like it, we could laugh and call up, like we can laugh and stuff like that though, and like like oh she's a Karen, but like to like to 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 now like let's think like. Oh, like that white person's mad, like whatever, whatever. She's a Karen, like, like, I don't know. That's just fuck. That's just messed up. Yeah. Well, damn. What's up? Just crazy. Shoot it straight. It's just great to be here. You know. Facts. And I think, you know, with all that being said, you know, I think I'm you good. I'm I'm good on episode, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I'm good too. Well, I mean, with that, all that being said, you know, I, I thank you for checking out Shooter Straight, uh, episode one. I think we've got a lot more content and a lot more uh, interviews coming soon. Um, I'm not going to say any names yet, but there's definitely some big names that you, uh, that you know, in the music industry and, and, and uh, maybe some unfamiliar, unfamiliar faces that yeah. 
yeah have that you, that you don't amazing know about amazing stories yeah there's some people you don't know about quite yet who you're gonna want to get familiar with once you watch uh the interview we got so yeah stay tuned for that um like and subscribe like, subscribe yeah like and, and subscribe repost share yeah please yeah we showing love back to, to anyone who shows love to us and show the love and i think that's the whole shooter straight motto is this we just want to you know shoot it straight and, and and show love you know i think that's that's what you can expect when you click here if you know for episode two episode three and every single episode after that you know you're just going to get two people you know sometimes more you know shooting it straight and you're going to get you know good love and, and positive energy facts well i'm blue and i'm zach let's shoot it straight let's shoot it straight next time see y'all next time see y'all next time